Welcome back. New year, new me, baby. <laughs> new year, new amateur hour. Baby. Welcome back, everybody. Baby. We took a bit of a hiatus there, but we're back. Amateur hour is back and better than ever. So thank you all for joining us as we dive right into this beautiful episode of sports brought to you by the Believe Network. Every topic, every team, everywhere. Hashtag Do You Believe? I am your host, Groovy Max, along with... Swaggy Shreyas. And let's talk about some sports, baby! Amateur Hour! Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 90 of Amateur Hour. Trey, we had a little bit of a break there. We we kind of disappeared. What's going on? Yeah, I was off the grid. <laughs> God, you can't see me. You can't see me. Yeah, I was no, John, it's like, yeah, John Cena. Well, it's like it's like LeBron zero dark thirty, but we didn't have uh, the Celtics to beat in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Oh no! So why did you bring that up, Max? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So we took a little hiatus, but it's okay because sometimes you know. It's okay to take a break and it's okay to sit back and recollect your thoughts and recollect yourself and come back into the new year swinging and rocking and rolling. And that's what we're doing. You got to let you got to let the take simmer for a little bit. You got to let them cook. And then then you take them out of the oven and then after a week or two they uh they become fully formed and ready to eat. So It's true and then they eat and they eat and they eat then they enter their chrysalis and bloom <laughs> into beautiful butterflies. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, you know, it's good to be back. It's good to have everybody here. And we're going to get things started with the weekly highs. Just going to get those good vibes rolling. The weekly highs. All right, everybody. So for uh, we're going to do two weekly highs because Trey and I are so grateful and thankful to be back. I'm going to start with my personal. Uh, and it is going to be that I, I got actually I got a very good gift for Christmas. I got a sound bar and a subwoofer for the living oh, room. Oh, those are those are key. So and it has Bluetooth connectivity. So anytime mm. I'm working in the kitchen or in the house, I just slap that boy on and I'm just listening to tunes at high fidelity audio. And mm. God, it sounds good. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. And you can hook it up and watch the game and and hear like all the bass notes of everything, movies. like all the crowd movies. Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, it's the best. That's good. It's good. So that that is my high. I got a really good gift. And uh, I've been enjoying some real music, so yeah. Max, uh, I'll I'll move on to my high. Um, I'm just happy. My high is just I'm just happy to be back uh, here talking with you in a new year, 2023. Uh, wow, this is our You're... second year, if I'm not mistaken, or, or or going on our third year now. Just going on our third year. Our we've completed second. Wait, no, we're we've completed three years. Or well. We start. We started. We started at the beginning of 2021. I'm pretty sure. Yes, because COVID yeah, was at the end of 2020. Yeah. Or yes. It was at the beginning of 2020, but it went through <laughs> our timelines. <laughs> this is supposed to be high. What year is it? <laughs> I've Where been am in I? For three years. <laughs> What's going on? I think we just rounded out year two. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm just excited to be back here talking with you, sports in a new year. Oh, uh, it's a it's 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 incredibly cheesy but uh uh incredibly i'm fun. just happy to be here i'm just happy to be here i'm just here that's so it what are you <laughs> doing over there <laughs> i'm just happy to be here sir 
of exactly. Well, I, I, I'm I'm ha- I'm happy to be here with you too. You know, it's important for us to express our emotions. I'm glad that's reciprocated, Max. I appreciate that. Oh Christ! <laughs> Another one of these. <laughs> We're still doing this. <laughs> Who oh. are you again? Well, you know, I haven't made my millions, so it's it's back to the grind. But you know, once that happens, if I ever won the lottery, I'm buying a boat, I'm sailing to an island, and you'll never hear from me again. I'll oh, send off- you money, send you money periodically, but that's it. The real off the grid. That's the just- real off. The- <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm out of here. Uh, and what exactly. about you? what about sports? Anything? Yeah, Max. Uh, although we 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 focused on the positive, I did want to I did want to add. I know, I know, we got to stay balanced. I did want to add a little bit of a negative there in the sports world. Uh, it's a funny negative, and, and it came down to week 18 of the NFL season, uh, the tankathon battle, the crap bowl uh, <laughs> uh, for the first pick for the 2023 NFL draft. <laughs> the Colts were playing the Texans. The Bears were playing the Vikings. Uh, <laughs> And the Texans just needed to lose one game to to solidify their number one seed or their number one pick. Their number one. Hey, pick. Could you imagine? Bot- could you imagine if the Texans were the number one seed? What a topsy turvy world we'd live in. Well, it's almost like the Jaguars making the playoffs. What? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so they need they needed to win one game, or they need to lose one game to get their number one pick and the number one pick of the NFL draft. I mean, that's you know, it's a big deal. It's huge, and not only is it huge, it's this year they needed they need a quarterback, Max. They are desperate for a franchise quarterback. Davis Mills, we've clearly known for many weeks, is not it. No. And the consensus number one quarterback in this year's draft is Alabama's Bryce Young. Yeah. And uh, could be a game changer of a pick. You needed that pick potentially just to make sure that, you know, no no funny business goes on. But the Texans... Clearly being a clown organization provided the funny business themselves and won the game in the last minute by scoring a touchdown with 50 seconds left and going for two to win the game. They went for two to win the game. They did not need to go for two, but they did and won the game. Why didn't they they realize? Why didn't they realize? Why didn't somebody uh, upstairs be like, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Well, it, it it makes sense that like obviously the players you put on the field are going to want to win, right? So it's up to the coaching staff to be like, hey, you're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. Like you know what I mean? Like if they kind of want to f- fudge it up a little bit, put out the players that you know are probably going to lose you the game because even if they're going to try to win, it's not going to be hey, enough. Fourth string backup. Exactly. Yeah, you guys get out here. Exactly. The Texans put out their basically their starters. Um, and Davis Mills went out and won him a game that made him the second overall pick. And the Bears now have the number one overall pick. And now they don't need a quarterback. We know that. Justin Fields is their quarterback of the future. We well, know he's that. solid. Yeah, Justin Fields is solid. I like him. But but now they have the opportunity to trade that pick, Max, to anybody. They don't have to trade it to Houston. So Houston could have solidified their spot and not have to worry about it. Yeah, and maybe this year uh, Chicago will be five years closer to uh, making the playoffs. Maybe, <laughs> maybe fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, they can really close the gap here. Oh man. Well, in terms of football, Shrey, we have now concluded the NFL regular season. We uh, have, and uh, folks, Plus, I want you to, get, uh, folks, I want you. We, we did. We 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 said we're done. We finished it off. 
<laughs> Actually, there's a little unfinished business with the Bills Bengals, but you know, we're just gonna chuck that one to the win uh, yeah. and play it where it lies. Folks, I want you to grab your knives, your forks, and your bibs, because we're going to dive in early to the meat and potatoes here. We have three different categories that we want to just kind of talk about for this NFL past season, and we want to talk about our most impressive teams that we were like, wow, did not think they were going to do that. Our most disappointing teams in which we were like, wow. (laughs) These guys. Oh, brother, this guy guy stinks. And then our most surprising teams for teams who we said, oh. I didn't think they were going to do that. Or, oh, they should have done that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they should have done that. <laughs> With that in mind, folks, we're going to dive right into that first category of our most impressive teams. And we're going to give out our praise, our joys, and our awards. Our snaps. Our snaps, our claps. We got three teams here. First team, most dominant team this season, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. A powerhouse offensively and defensively. Still winning games, even with a quarterback down for the last couple of seasons. You know, to be honest with you, I think that was just to rest Jalen Hurts, that mm-hmm. um, that ghost injury. But the Philadelphia Eagles this year, man, from start to finish, wire to wire, with a couple great trades in between, they did fantastic. And if you are a Flybirds Fly fan, man, they great, great year for you guys. Yeah, they owned uh every phase of football with their with the with the talent on every side of the ball uh just phenomenal and uh the elevation by jalen hurts this year just just a great year so mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. we, we could have so- put them in surprising teams too max no one really thought they would be this good but obviously since they were this good we had to put them in their most impressive list right well, exactly. And so one of the things, too, is we talked about before the season, we said this year, Jalen Hurts needs to have a breakout year for his you know, overall career because yeah. he could either fall into that middling category and be like, ah, it's Jalen Hurts. OK, you know, kind of like right. a like a Jared Goff kind of type player or mm-hmm. he could become that guy. And Jalen Hurts walked up to the plate and said, I'm him. I'm Seriously. Him. Again, wire to wire, start to finish, even before this ghost injury. He was fantastic. He's got wheels. He's got an arm. Super good. So Eagles, good stuff. Next team, Trey? Yeah, Max. I think I want to really give props to the Kansas City Chiefs for mm-hmm. the second team. The, <laughs> the most media. impressive. <laughs> the media. At the beginning of the season, I don't know if anybody remembers, they lost what? They they were like, what, two and three to start the season, something like mm-hmm. that. And the media yep. was like, they losing Tyreek Hill is the, the bane of the, the Kansas City Chiefs. No more Patrick Mahomes. Da, da, da. They were going crazy, and they said, Chiefs are done. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, they, it did not matter. Uh, there are obviously questions on the defensive side of the ball, and we'll see what playoff uh, playoff offense does to that defense. Yeah. But clearly, good offense beats good defense, and that's exactly what the Kansas City offense was uh, charged with. And that was Patrick Mahomes playing oh, some man. of the best ball of his career, having a very, like, I don't think we saw a lot of Patrick Mahomes praise this year compared to, like, Jalen Hurts because of how consistent his success has been. But he had right. a really good year. It's it's tough to say that Patrick Mahomes had an under-the-radar type of year, but he kind of did. Like, when I think of all the, the players that were, you know, put up on the pedestal this year, I think, I don't think, I like, Patrick Mahomes was kind of on that, like, oh, yeah, he did pretty well. And the team did really well, regardless of the Tyreek Hill trade. Um, 
5,200 yards. He makes yards everyone better, there. Max. He makes everyone better. 67% completion, 5,200 yards, 41 touchdowns, and only 12 interceptions. Unbelievable. 105.2 QB rating. He's the true personification of the modern age. Like, I will take whatever this team and and make them a make them like the best team. Like, you know what I mean? Like Tom Brady had has that. Aaron Rodgers to an extent has that, right? Uh, but like we'll say, like, he did. He did have that at some point. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes Patrick has Holmes. that. Patrick Mahomes yeah. has that. Like, you saw him use players like Jarek McKinnon and Juju Smith Schuster kind of revived his career after that last rough year in, in Pittsburgh. Well, Shrey, that's what he gets for dancing on them logos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, understand, understandably, I didn't hear about any of his TikToks this year. Yeah, yeah, because somebody, somebody, whether it was his PR guy, his agent, or his just friends were like, dude, cut it out. <laughs> you really, yeah, you, you really. No, but you're right. Patrick Mahomes was able to take guys who, again, they're not Tyreek Hill. They're not like the wide receiver of the league. Other than, and, other than Travis Kelsey, who is obviously far well, and he's, above. He's the tight the end. The best the tight end. He's, he's the he's. If we're going to use fantasy terms, he is the wide receiver one of tight ends. Like he's in another class by himself. Like DJ, you can't S-tier. put him as a tight end. He's S tier. He's S tier. Everyone else he's is an A S-tier. and below. He's double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, right. But exactly. But but still, again, it, you still have to look at what Patrick Mahomes does. And like you said, yeah. defense questionable, but they were still able to win games because their just offense is so potent. Oh, it's so potent. Although the Bengals did beat them that one time, so I just want to say that. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yes, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the last team that I want to give props to because they had to deal with a lot, but they still prevailed. And I want to give credit to the players and I want to give credit to the management is the San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. Think about losing two quarterbacks and three running backs in a season. That's tough. (laughs) Still able to make it to the wild card round and acquire literally one of the top running backs in the league, Christian McCaffrey. I think that's impressive. I think they were able to end. I mean, they absolutely dominated the Arizona Cardinals. They've dominated teams throughout the entire season. Um, they've had really, really good. And again, this is losing their top talent, arguably, right? Um, still being able to pull it through. So San Francisco kind of as an organization and as a team uh, with, you know, Mr. Uh, what, what's the last pick called? Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Brock who Purdy. I believe should get deep consideration for rookie of the year, even though he didn't play or start all the games in the air or whatnot, just the fact of his continued success throughout that year. And he was stable enough and he played well. Like there were times where he outplayed people like Tom Brady. Right. Oh yeah. So just those performances in and of itself, like yeah, he's gotta be, he's gotta be in the rookie of the year conversation. He was that good this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was. And again, you know, they were able Debo had a solid year. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G, when he was not injured, was, you know, solid. And obviously losing Trey Lance and what, that first or second game, tough yeah. to deal with. They and then literally with all of, of your running backs. Um, I just, San Francisco to hang on and to do so well, that is impressive. So good job. And that defense, pff, the best. Oh. The best defense of the league by far. Best defense in the league. Seriously. And, and again, that's the opposite of the Chiefs. That's what won them the games. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Well, that's, I, I think those are pretty good. I think those are some good teams that deserve yeah. a lot of credit. The Cowboys, yeah, you had a good record, but anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It ended kind of iffy. Did you see that game against Washington? That was yeah, not I good. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I, was, I was working at the bar, and we had we had got a bunch of Cowboys fans that come into the bar. So, you know, it takes a lot of self-control to not be like, screw the Cowboys every time I walk yeah, in. Yeah. But, you know, I keep it simple, and I say, oh, you guys are having a, a good year. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can, how about them boys? see their faces. <laughs> America's team, baby. To see their faces as they're losing to the commanders, gold. It's hilarious. They, I know they could have had a shot at the number one seed if the Eagles didn't win, but they didn't do themselves any favors by losing either. So, like, I don't know if they really wanted it. Like, I was kind of confused at that whole performance. Just They played their starters and everything. I was like, what is this? <laughs> hey, uh, have you heard of uh, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So I want to go on to the most disappointing team, Shrey. And yeah. uh, one team for me, the <laughs> you brought it up off pod, but the hometown team for me, the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God. Hard knocks living. Hard it's knocks a hard mids- knocks life for <laughs> us. It's a hard knocks life for us. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It really was. And unlike the Detroit Lions, who, you know, you feel like they lit a fire under their butt in the middle of the season. They're like, oh, we had hard knocks. We're on TV. We can do this. And they yeah. really did it. They scored so much. One of the really seriously good offense. The Cardinals fell into mediocrity and they fell hard. No, they didn't even fall into mediocrity. They fell below the bar. Yeah. They fell Awful. into the abyss. It was it was mediocre for a while. And then after <laughs> all those injuries, it went. It was. Womp, womp. Seriously. It, you know, and that was the thing, too. And it, around the time that DeAndre Hopkins, after coming back from his suspension, we're like, oh, oh, this is what we need. This is the missing key. No. Yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> <No>. Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, prank him, John. Seriously. Not- <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, all the memes where they're, like, clouding people is the Cardinal season. Like, you can put them all in a row. And oh, it's just, it's that bad, right? You had people get relieved of their duties because of, uh, like, horrible behavior. You got uh, the coach just not being in tune with the team. You got... What? No, 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 no. The coach, Cliff. Cliff, my buddy, my, my, my pal. Where were you? What team were you watching? And oh, why unreal. did you did you call plays like you did? I swear to God, I literally, I would rather have Jeff Saturday come in. You might, you honestly might. No, seriously, I'd rather have the guy that that never coached professional football that the Colts hired Jeff Saturday to come in and coach the team. I, w- honestly, I would like it. I would like it. I would like ASU's coach. I would like an Arizona high school coach yeah. to come in because he. I think he would understand and learn his personnel better than this guy did. And he's been on the team for how long? And yeah, he's for- got that massive contract. But I guess well, there is some good news, Trey. Yeah. I told you off pot. I really wanted the reaction, but. I didn't know this. So, again, you know, I just woke up this morning, didn't check the news. You know, I didn't go into all the news. Uh, and I learned that Cliff Kingsbury is fired. And I literally threw my hands up and yelled in celebration. <laughs> thank God. Thank Come God. On. Goober. The guy's an idiot. Sorry. We learned. <laughs> yeah. No, we learned, Trey, because, again, eventually when you realize – when you look at it and you're like, hey, we have enough talent and you're still not winning and your play calling is bad, who do you put that on? The coach. coach. (laughs) Yeah, and if you watch watch Hard Knocks, Max, just – he has no command of 
any men in that locker room. He no. it felt like everything he was saying uh, was born out of uh, a book of cliches and. Hey guys, we just got to go out there and play harder than the other team. If you exactly. know, if we score more touchdowns, we can actually win the game. Exactly. And then I didn't see anything out of real emotion that it felt like he wanted this job. Like when I looked at Dan Campbell and how he coached in that in that hard knocks, and then obviously throughout the season, you could tell every word he said he meant, and that he loved coaching. He was there for everyone. He didn't. He he obviously and that's and they took that to heart. How do you think they made that type of comeback? Right. You need a leader like that. The players go out and play on the field, but who do they play for? They want to play for a guy like Dan Campbell. Nobody wanted to play for Kings. And I mean Kingsburg. nobody. Those players were playing for themselves. Right? When you saw players like J.J. Watt and Buda Baker lead the team, the players wanted to play for guys like them. No, nowhere in their minds were they playing for, their, for someone like Cliff Kingsbury. Right? Because yeah. like, like we saw today, he could be out in a second because of how bad of a coach he really was especially at the NFL level. We'll see. He might do well again in, in college, right? But even in college, he was not, he was not that great. I don't understand uh, anything that was happening in that season. And it was, and it was clear that he was the, the leader of that. Well, let's, let's relate that to, you know, just kind of a regular scenario, right? So for, from a non-athlete perspective, right? If you sit, if you are working a job and your boss is an absolute jerkwad, and he doesn't take any time to get to know you, even though you've been at the company for over six months, and you still feel like you have no rapport, and yeah. he keeps telling you to do stuff, and he mm. keeps telling you to get these assignments done. Right. And, you know, there's one day where he's like, I really, really need this. And like, you know, he wants you to put in that extra time. Do right. you think you're going to be motivated to do it? When you nope. have no respect or rapport with this guy, like you don't even know what his wife's name is. He doesn't know how many kids you've got. He doesn't know that you like to, you know, go for walks or have a dog. You know what I mean? Like, it's so hard to muster up the gusto to yeah. play with these guys when they, it just seems like they don't care. It's a fair question. It's a fair analogy too. Like that's, that's not the type of person you want. If he can connect with you on a, on a level beyond football, beyond the sport. Yes, exactly. Why would you want to play with him or, or be, or listen to him even. And that goes back to that old story that I told a couple episodes ago about Bill Belichick. He yeah. went to this club with his players because that is what they were doing. Do you think yeah. he would do that of his own volition? No, but what he did is he cared about his guys. Yeah. And so he went, he got out of probably his own comfort zone, and he did something to connect with them. And he right. stressed that you guys need to connect with each other too. And that's it. And I don't think Cliff Kingsbury had any, you know, like let's pass the ball and do icebreakers and share stuff about ourselves exercises. <laughs> He was there to do X's and O's and run drills and call bad plays. That's it. And he's out of here. <laughs> he's out of here. So, yes, the last team – or actually, no, we have two more. Sorry. So, two more teams that are really bad. Uh, the Raiders. Wow. The Raiders. That's Chris <sighs> Berman, I would say. Average Raiders fan. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. After acquiring Devontae Adams in that blockbuster trade and really doubling down on Mr. Derek Carr, he's going to lead us into the future – yeah, signing him to a massive contract. Massive. The bag. Uh, they did terrible, Trey. They were so disappointing this year. They started off the year bad. They had a few, you know, wins where you're like, okay. They and they moments. ended the year bad. They had moments. When they what when they beat I, the Patriots. What that, was that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> you know, that was a good moment. But but that was also like a that was because the Patriots messed up. Yeah, that was, that was a fluky win for them. A fluky and they showed win. that like I don't know if they could ever have won with the standard they put out on the field every week. 
No. They had to have some kind of luckiness involved in their in their games to kind of be a part of them. They just did to not have they did not have like Derek Carr, man. To have if him. There was benched. ever a downfall from he, he wasn't considered like the greatest quarterback, but everybody before the season assumed that having a having an average quarterback with the with the right pieces around him, right? Waller, Renfro, Adams, Jacobs, having those pieces around him yeah. would elevate the team, right? Like you think of you think of teams like the Miami the, with Tua. My, or or the Ravens that won the Super Bowl, right? They had who do they have? Like yeah. Trent Dilfer as their quarterback, right? Obviously yeah. they had an otherworldly defense, but like if you have pieces around you, at some point you, you might be elevated. Clearly, we were all deluded into thinking that Derek Carr was an average quarterback because he's not even that, Max. He's not even that. He did. He Trojan horse the entire league. He came yeah. in there. He's like, I could do this. Can't do it. <laughs> really, really bad. And the Raiders, guys, come on. So bad. And fans, you got to hold your team accountable because yeah. that was that was deplorable. Brutal. The last team that was so disappointing, it's not even funny. <laughs> Broncos fans, <laughs> let's die. <laughs> Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. Oh, oh, he the burned burner it. is off. <laughs> the burner is off. <laughs> Whatever he was cooking, that man forgot to salt the water. Oh, my God. That was, wow. Talk about disappointing. The Broncos, again, blockbuster trade. A star in the league goes from Seattle to the Denver, and they're like, ah, oh, we can do this. Obviously, it doesn't hurt that, you know, star running back gets hurt, but terrible. Yeah. Trey, I, I know you have some thoughts on this. Yeah. Um. I don't know what the the toilet to touchdown counter was. I'm assuming he might have gotten it because of that last game or two, uh, which is disappointing for me because I really wanted there to be more toilets. But he had eight toilets. He had twelve toilets, I think. Oh, he got it. Sixteen touchdowns. Ah, that's see, that's such a shame. But it's it, he got three of those in in literally yesterday. Yeah, so, so a, a real shame. Uh, but we we live on with the meme for the first. 14 weeks 84.4 qb rating Horrible. 11 interceptions to 16 touchdowns, touchdowns. and uh, if just, we take yesterday's oh game out of it it would have been 10 interceptions to 13 touchdowns that's less than a touchdown a game i think he didn't start one game so it's a touchdown a game for what he played one touchdown no, no, no. For... let's look at the bag let's look at the ratio of dollars to touchdowns Oh, that, that decimal you need a monocle for that decimal um <laughs> but what, zero 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 oh, oh. <laughs> when you think of what left the team to to acquire russell wilson right he they paid him the back they lost two two picks first rounders unprotected they lost uh a key defensive piece that and uh that ended up being a key defensive piece for seattle in shelby harris uh, obviously, Drew Locke. We know he didn't make much noise, but they don't have that. They didn't have that backup quarterback, and uh, they lost Noah Fant, who ended up being a, a a decent receiving piece for them. Obviously, wasn't used, utilized as much, but someone that did help add points for Seattle. But the pick, Max, the picks were the worst because when you expect that you're going to do well, you don't care about the picks. But then when you do so horribly, you're you're praying for those picks to be really bad 
And they are being so good. And now Seattle not only has made the playoffs, and we'll talk about that a little more, but they now have a top, I think they're either top, I think they're the third or fourth in next year's draft. So that's just an unbelievable turnaround. And ha, such, and such a and, and so and so encapsulates the Bronco season that they don't even have any solace in 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 realizing that they can provide for their future. They don't mm-hmm. even have that. Their future is now and they made it now and it stinks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if R- Russ is quote unquote uh fixable in terms of in terms of what his issues were. Uh, clearly the Broncos uh, after the season said that he was uh, in terms of management said, like, we believe he's fixable. I don't know. I don't know what uh, bright spots you could see that maybe he could improve on. He, he has to prove on everything, man. That is the most disappointing team. I think of the well, three that we talked about. The well, I don't know. Cardinals are pretty bad. Cardinals are pretty bad, but they got, they, they got Jerry Rosenberg I, they, that, that's pretty good <laughs> you know yeah, um, yeah. Like, they had so many receiving options max like i don't understand what why everything went so awry that it just oh no no okay i i just want to i want to take a couple steps back on that just watching broncos games awful it's the worst experience awful they had some of the worst games this season just just until i don't care who they played the way that they play is just deplorable football and it's just not even fun to watch like i yeah. would rather watch golf at 0.5 speed well yeah they if you're just gonna f- see balls flying in the air it might as well be a golf ball instead of punts yeah because they want the golf ball to <laughs> yeah they way. want they want to drive it far yeah <laughs> awful awful well i think that's a great transition to talk about our most surprising teams who are mm-hmm. the teams that we said wow can't believe they did this and they pulled this off or wow they again should have pulled this off yeah that first one is seattle it's geno time baby it Mm, is mm, 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 mm. so like you said trey making the playoffs is huge he's my he's my vote for comeback player of the year he um i would say so well like i yeah i think i like whatever whatever that award is um he's got my vote because i didn't expect any of the success for him uh just considering his career and P. Carroll put him in the best possible position, and he delivered too, right? Like the team is not amazing to any extent, right? They have really good pieces on the offensive side, and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Uh, they had a good running back in Rashad Penny who got injured, but then they even got a better running back in Ken Walker coming up and taking his place. But there were still a lot of holes that defense. Uh, Definitely got better with Tariq Woolen at cornerback. He's a pro bowler. But I wouldn't say it's like of the level of obviously like the Eagles or uh, the Vikings mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like they didn't have too, a lot, as many game changers. But Geno, so Geno Smith had to take it upon himself to make that jump and really play his ass off. He did. And, and, and he just, and I know they had a little bit of a spurt in the middle, but they finished strong. They won the games that they needed to win. And, uh, I'm they're in the wild. I think it's round, fantastic. Baby. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. They made the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I know a lot of uh, Seahawks fans out here and they are, they're having a good time. It really, yeah. I, I think it's great. And, and, and like you said, you know, you put the right situation. I, he literally had a better year than Derek Carr and everybody's expectations were miles apart 
for which one would do better, right? If you just right. compare them side by side. Yeah. Geno Smith, journeyman, been in the league forever, hasn't really done much. Derek Carr, oh, he's, uh, you know, promising and he's going to be that guy. Nope, they had the exact opposite. Yeah. He, Gino drank from the right Kool-Aid, and that was it. Because, again, he's a taller guy. He can run up the middle when you need to. Yeah, and he's a big body. Yeah, He's a big body. Wait, he's 6'4"? I'll he can see that. over yeah, those lines. Pretty- Unlike Kyler Murray, he can actually see over the offensive and defensive lines and make those plays. But Gino, yeah, great job. And again, 6'3". You put him and again. He's, 30, with- he's 32 years old, Max. Like, he's not a spry chicken. So his willingness. Uh, he can move. He can move. His, his, yeah, but he's, his willingness to take the hits, to make the runs. Like, if you saw that game, uh, that last game, he he just took off at the end, right? And, and it was it was it was unbelievable to watch that like he knew the exact moments that he needs to run um and he put it all he put his body on the line for that team this year i really respect him for it mm, absolutely the jaguars are team number two for most surprising uh mm-hmm. i don't know what world we're living in where they completely turned their season around and made the wild card uh but they did so yeah phenomenal I mean, no, really good for them because we literally would clown the Jaguars and be like, oh, they're not going to make the playoffs. And they did. Behind Trevor Lawrence, who has frankly surprised me because, again, when he got to the league in his first couple of games and even to start off this year, you know, I had this thing where I'm like, dude, he's just not ready for the pace of play. But, man, he, he must have been putting in some work on the side because he he got used to it and he started making the right plays. And, you know, the offense started clicking. Their defense started actually, like, holding teams. And Jacksonville's in it right now. I mean, that impressive. There's a, so there was a lot of things Jacksonville proved wrong, right? And I can think of three off the top of my head. The first is Lawrence, right? You saw the, the year he had last year. Uh, a lot of interceptions, a lot of mistakes. And you, yeah. you tried to think what was that system with urban Meyer and how bad it was oh, well, uh, yeah. and what was, and what was him and a lot of the, the tweaks that he needed to make. He proved people wrong. He made a really big jump this year. Um, with his play, with his play, his running, uh, his accuracy, it was great. The second was Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson was thought of as, especially at the end of his tenure in Philadelphia, kind of, especially when they were doing poorly, and why he got fired. People were were like, "Oh, it's all Frank Reich. Frank Reich was the reason they won that Super yeah. Bowl." And right. Doug Peterson was just along for the ride. And now we're seeing his true colors and whatnot. He comes to Jacksonville. People don't didn't obviously, and I, I'm one of them. I didn't expect a lot from Doug Peterson. I was like, oh, this is just another retread coach. They're trying to get back, and I was kind of expecting that to be the the Jaguars again. He really showed up. The system was way better fit for for Trevor Lawrence, and uh, a lot of props to him. The third and last thing I can think of, Max, is that off season the Jaguars had. How many people clown that off season the spending that they had on Christian Kirk? And uh, especially Christian Kirk being there. My their... buddy, Christian Kirk, dude, I'm telling you, he left the Cardinals, went to the Jags. He's a good player, I guess. Yeah. He's a difference maker. They gave him the bag, and we we were confused. We were like, this got to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. was it a product of, oh, he's the best available. We got to give him the bag because he right. wouldn't normally come to Jacksonville. No, no, no. They and saw something. They saw something, and he turned into a, a really good not only was he a good deep threat, but he has hands, Max, and I didn't realize that he could run intermediate routes and, and catch the ball as well as he could. And catch, 
well, again, maybe you have to think about the situation that he used to be in. Yeah. On Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And for Jacksonville to come out, you know, they lost a lot of their early games. So, again, when you look at the start of the season, you're like, oh, it's just another one of these. They won their last five games, and one of those games was beating the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, they Big actually game, looked, Overtime they, a, win, pick six to win that game. That was a phenomenal ending. 40 to 34. I mean, that, yeah. That, that 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 means that they're putting something together. And again, to swap teams, again, I know it's the Jets and the Texans, but to only allow them to score three points apiece, yeah. That's a lot. Their defense I mean, yeah, was like, good uh in uh what's his name? Walker. The first yeah. round, the number one overall pick. Like they got they got some good defensive pieces as well that people kind of underrate. I think the team is kind of fed off how they were underrated and Look Look where they are now. They're in the wild card game. Look at me now, baby. <laughs> the last team, and this is, this is the opposite, the Green Bay Packers. I saw this parlay. This guy had, he, he had every um, playoff team, and he put in $27, and he would have won fifteen grand, and he got every single team right except for the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I would have cashed out prior to that. I would have cashed out like a week ago. Yeah. And uh made ten grand, but this yeah. guy wanted to hold on for that extra five. And I mean I don't I don't uh I I, I kinda understand it, but also man, that's a lot of chips to put on a team like this year's Green Bay Packers. Oh, man. But also to get every other team right. Phenomenal. That is insane. Yeah. That's Phenomenal. a lot of good luck. So Green Bay doesn't make it. Losing to the Lions in the last last game of the season, uh, and just again, surprisingly disappointing. We think about right. Last year, getting bounced. Year before, getting bounced. I mean, year before, what was it? Off of a first round bye? Mm-hmm. First round just getting... Uh, yeah, that's really bad. Uh, these guys, again, you feel like Aaron Rodgers, again, they had all that offseason drama. He's got a statement to make. They lose Devontae Adams, but they have great talent in Aaron Jones and Alan Lazard. Uh, you know, they're like, okay, you guys have a, a potent offense. You got one of the best quarterbacks here. You should be able to do something, right? Like, if I'm right. putting the numbers together on paper, it looks like Green Bay is going to be solid. But no, the Cheeseheads absolutely fumble the bag. And Aaron Rodgers does his classic, oh, it's getting close to the end of the season. <laughs> Choke job. Yeah. And they're out. Yeah. The last game, they definitely did not do enough to win. Uh, clearly, Detroit had more motivation to kick them out of the playoffs than. Green Bay had motivation to get into get the playoffs. In. I just and that, that's that, a that long pass. I just remember there was a long pass from Aaron Rodgers. It went way down the field. I thought it was going out of bounds. Nope, pick. Yeah, yeah. He just checked it up there because he was getting pressured and 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 just let it soar. Uh, he threw off his back. He threw off his back leg. Like I felt like seventy five percent of the time because there was so much pressure that he was like, ah, just getting yeah. those shots up. Yeah, and they're no good. Yeah, and it would have been. Uh, and I, I understand that the, the the headlines that it would have it would have caused if he if he made the playoffs and you know maybe potentially faced off against Brady again and whatnot, but the level of play that would have shown up would have been so bad, and I'm happy that Seattle is in there because I like their story more than having to watch Aaron Rodgers play football this year <laughs> like that that Green Bay team where play football this year. Um, yeah, just a tough season for them and Aaron Rodgers not being able to really communicate with his young players, right, for a lot of the season. And then only at the second half of the season was Christian Watson becoming a factor and 
Uh, Romeo Dobbs was a factor for the first part of the season, but he wasn't for the second part of the season. And Alan Lazard was kind of mediocre throughout the season. He didn't really, he didn't have very big highs. He didn't have very big lows. He was just kind of there. Randall Cobb, same thing, right? Like they just had a mismatch of pieces that didn't really fit with Aaron Rodgers and, or didn't have the right communication with Aaron Rodgers for the whole part of the season. And Matt LaFleur is not like some whiz of a offensive mind or anything. Like it's all really a balance between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. So it's like, I don't know if there was a lot for him to deal with. Like it was just kind of a mess to begin with. I don't know really where they go from there and what it means for Aaron Rodgers future too, Max. Like there are some reports swirling again of retirement and whatnot, especially obviously after a a bad season, it's going to happen, but we're going to have to wait and watch if, he's going to be part of their future. He's he signed the bag, Max. They gave him $50 million and they let go of Devontae Adams. I don't care if people say, oh, they're not related. Like they could have still signed Devontae. They just wanted him to go to a different place. I still don't believe that 100%. So they made a choice. They took Rodgers. And if Rodgers leaves, or uh, or it's going to be tough to trade him. If he retires, that's kind of the only way to restart if they want to, so. Rogers, buddy, you done goofed. You done goofed. <laughs> Man. Trey, I want to check in with you. I mean, what a season. You know what I would rate this season? Um, oh, st- and star. Hmm. are we doing a star rating or out of 10? Uh, well, out of 10, I'm going to give it okay. some decimal points. I would give it, yeah. <clears throat> in terms of, eh, I would say, I'd say it was like a, I would say it was like a, uh, Pretty good. That was a pretty yeah. good season. But there was a there was a point. In you the went through there. the range of emotions there. You started you started like you might have given him like a four, and I think you talked yourself into like an eight. Am I correct? I'm, no, I was gonna give him a seven point nine. Oh wow, okay. Seven point nine. Because the reason yeah. why you got points off is because they because honestly the Broncos. No, but there was a lot of games <laughs> in the middle of the season that I watched, and I was like, wow, these are actually not fun games to watch. Yeah. That that's the only reason you get points off. I think there was solid storylines, you know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, the Raiders, the Lions. I think there was a lot of, enough drama to follow throughout the season. Um, the refing also gets points off because yeah. th- for every single team, there are calls that are so egregious it's not even funny. Yeah. Uh, and then some games are just straight up boring. But other than that, I thought it was pretty solid. So that's a seven point nine. Trey, what do you give it? Yeah, I, w- I would say an eight max. I think my reason for giving them that high is. Just the, I felt like the parody in the league, right? Like you saw some teams that were perennially, perennially really good, and you thought, oh, they'll never get dismantled. Take a step back, like the Bucks and the the uh, the Packers, right? And and those types of teams, and you saw teams take a real jump or a step forward, and and some unlikely players play really well in Seattle, Seahawks, Jaguars, Jaguars Lions, Jaguars, Eagles, yep. Lions, Bengals too, baby. Bengals, Bengals people Bengals. kind of wrote them off in the Super Bowl hunt, and they ended up twelve and four. So, I think, I think that, I'm, I think, I like that parody in the league. I like that there are new teams that you can root for, um, and that the joke teams there are there are new teams to joke with. It, I, it's fun to keep joking on a team for decades at a time, like the Lions. But when they end up playing pretty good, you got to give them Chicago Cubs. Yeah, <laughs> the Cubs. Yeah, the Cubs. But like, when they do well, you got to. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I like you know seasons in the NBA too, because the Indiana Pacers and New Orleans Pelicans and the Sacramento Kings. Wow, we used to clown those guys. They're actually doing okay. So, yeah, yeah it's super exciting to see. So, I, yeah, good season. Seven point nine eight. It's good. 
Well, Shrey, I wanted to check in with you. Uh, how, how are your Super Bowl uh, team predictions doing? Yeah, Max, we started the season with some Super Bowl predictions, and I'm pretty sure I had the Bills in the, coming out of the AFC and the Bucks coming out of the NFC, both of which we had some turbulent times as we traversed through the season of, you know, are the Bills really who they say they are? The Bucks were playing really bad, and it felt like that pick was kind of going to falter. But the Bucks ended up winning the division. The Bills ended up winning the division. Feels like Tom Brady, when you give him a chance in the playoffs, he you can't really count him out. I don't know how much he has or that team has, but you can't count him out. So I'm feeling medium. I'm feeling tepid about my my prediction, especially from the NFC. I'm feeling much better on the AFC side. I do really like the Bills, uh, how they ended, how they played for DeMar Hamlin at the end and, and kind of their emotions and um, that their journey. I feel like they are a strong team. And I think that I feel the best about them coming out of the AFC. Mm, okay. I had the bills and the Rams. So the same thing about the bills. I think they're a good team. And I think, you know, everybody expects like the best teams to just have a cakewalk to the Super Bowl. Right. Um, realistically, that's not how it always plays out. The Bills had a couple of tough losses. They had a couple of hiccups, a couple of injuries. Obviously, Von Miller going down definitely yeah. hurts um, and things like that. But again, still persevering. Obviously, the Mar Hamlin situation, very unique, very scary. But, um, you know, he's okay, which is great. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, too, I, I think about this and just to touch on that, I just feel bad for kind of the fans and then the workers of the stadium who just won't get that back. Um, you know, it's like you go to the game, you save up your money to go play and the people who are working there, um, obviously like you know, these are your hours. This is how you make money. Not going to get that game back, which is tough. But again, at least everybody's okay. And that's good. Yeah. But yeah, tough season for the bills, but they are again, still looking good. And I had the LA Rams who ultimately had a disappointing season, but at the end of the day, I, it's all injuries to me. Yeah. I mean, Sean McVay is still a great coach. You know, Matt Stafford is still a great quarterback, but when you lose him and you start losing, you know, top talent, both offensively and defensively, yeah. at a certain point, you got to be like, okay, we, it's just not going to happen this year because of injuries. And you got to think about that. You got to play it. So yeah. I'm out. And it's My potentially going to make, bad. And it might make Sean McVay rethink if he wants to come back too. Uh, a lot of these bad seasons are making good components of their team think about, should I come back? I wonder if it's just for show or if it's kind of uh, a true statement, whether they're yeah, really but that's kind of, I know that's to me, that's a weak mentality though. Like if you, if you, if you're down because of injuries, that's doesn't mean you have a bad team. Right. I agree you with just, that. You just got to ride that out and go next season. If you suck next season, that's totally different. You know, and everybody's healthy. That's different. But, yeah, that's different. <laughs> now straight before we get out of here, uh, we have to share our fantasy basketball picks. Yeah. Right? Who did you have this week? Lightning. Max, uh, I'm going to start with TJ Warren. We just uh, we just got the news that KD is going to be out at least two weeks with an MCL sprain. He's going to be reevaluated after that. TJ Warren, uh, coming off his own injury this uh, to start the season, <laughs> has been uh, pretty decent. He's not going to give you some big workload or usage or anything like that, but um, he is in line to take some of those minutes from Durant. Uh, he's 32% rostered on ESPN, 22 on Yahoo. Second, I'm going to go with Victor Oladipo, uh, specifically mm. for if you need steals. 
obviously with the team healthy, they're not going to play him the workload of minutes that they would if Butler were out. But considering, you know, Bam Adebayo is dealing with an injury, we don't know if he's going to miss games here and there. Uh, you might need to, you might want to roster Oladipo. He's 15.6% on ESPN and 53 on Yahoo. So you might already be missing out on him. And then lastly, uh, I'm going to go to the Spurs. They've been dealing with some injuries, Max. Devin Vassell out at least until the All-Star break with an arthroscopic knee procedure. Keldon Johnson uh, has a hamstring strain. He's, you know, been going to be questionable and, you know, he might miss multiple games. Josh Richardson is the player I'm I'm looking at here. Mm. Uh, he is a decent scorer. A scorer, you're really looking at him for steals, triples, um, and 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 assists really from that guard wing position. And so, he can step up when you need to. Yep. Exactly. He is 3.1% on ESPN and 21% on Yahoo. He's probably your best bet if he's available. Mm. Oh, that's good. Uh, I've got Herb Jones, who I've had on my roster before. He had quite the slump, but over recently, uh, over recent games, it looks like he's kind of coming back a little bit. Mm. He'll get you maybe about 10 points. He'll get you those defensive stats, though. He'll get you some rebounds, some blocks. Uh, and that's kind of where I'm looking at some him stocks. for. Some stonks. <laughs> Rui Hachimura, uh, who has had a wildly inconsistent career, again, over a recent stretch, has been getting a solid amount of minutes, solid yeah. amount of points. Uh, and again, you can look at him for some rebounds, an assist or two, and then a couple es- defensive stats. Especially as Bradley Beal is injured, so he's going to get some minutes. He's getting more time, exactly, as their lineup kind of changes. And then the last one is Pacers, uh, Indi- uh, Indiana Pacers' uh, Andrew Nemhard, who mm. had that incredible game against Golden State, but if you look at his stats, is still consistent. And I'm looking at him for assists. He is a pretty solid backup point guard. Uh, and again, he's actually know- starting, Max. He's, in the, he's been in the starting lineup recently. So, really? Yeah, so that's been a help to him. He's he's been iffy of late, but yeah, I would agree that's if you want to ride it out and see where he's going. Ride out and see where he's going. Again, he's not he's I don't know what the exact stats are like Shrey, uh way to do your homework. But uh Appreciate he it. is not rostered in a lot of leagues. Uh so he would be a solid pickup again if you're just kind of looking for those assists, couple threes, couple points. Yeah. Our last question. At the beginning of the season, we looked at three running backs who have all been injured significantly last year. And we said, who is going to have the best comeback season? And I didn't think it was going to be this hard, but we've got Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Saquon Barkley. Mm. Shrey, out of those three, who do you think this year had the best season coming off that injury? And I, um, want, I want winning... Mm-hmm. And I want personal stats combined. I don't know, it's gonna have to be McCaffrey for me then. I think uh he he had the I would say the least of the expectations coming out of coming out of last year because of you know consistent injuries over the past two years. It felt like people were looking and expecting that he was gonna get injured at some point and it was like a every week type of scenario with him this year. But McCaffrey, with how he played in in Carolina, he was uh, an efficient player in that bad offense. And then he gets moved to San Francisco and he flourishes, right? He's doing everything. He's throwing passes for touchdowns. He's catching them. He's, He's still being a bruising back. He's not like, you know kind of being timid after any injury concerns. He he's had a couple, you know, nicks here and there, but for the most part, he's been healthy all year. And uh, that's something that, you know, a round of applause to him. 
Mm. I think he had the most well-rounded season, and obviously he's on a team that's going to potentially make some noise in the playoffs. Mm. Okay. I have to go, man, I know the Titans didn't you know, do as well as they wanted to, but they need to get this man some help. Derrick Henry, for me, had the best comeback season. And I just think about what he has to do and what he's asked to do yeah. every single game. I mean, this man has literally got the team on his back. And yeah. he is a monster truck. I mean, this guy plows through 1,500 yards in the season, but that is on 349 attempts. With 13 touchdowns, I mean. That's insane. He's almost 30, and he's getting 350 attempts. That's uh, that's unheard of in this era of football where they're more passing, that he's rushing basically like, like I don't even know, like Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith type of carries. Like, that's insane. He's doing it over 20 times a game. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. And this guy's getting hit, and he is giving out hits. So, exactly, for, for the load that he has to take on, uh, coming off an injury, I think his risk of getting injured again is really high because of this. But for him to go through this season and and stay relatively healthy, I think he was out for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, very impressive. And again, I still have to give props to Saquon too because, again, yeah. this was a year where everybody looked and they're like, oh, man, Saquon has been wildly inconsistent. You know, New York, man, what are they going to do? He comes out, delivers 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. I mean, that – He's a big part of why they started out so hot in New York and yeah. why they're in the playoffs right now. Him and Daniel Jones, they're, they're help, and then they're they're taking a step up yep. from what they were last year. It just really was phenomenal how they continued their success, and people thought it was going to you know, be over at some point. Like, like it was just going to just like fizzle out. And they, still, well, they stayed the course. I know it got a little I- I- iffy. But they stayed the course and they they made it to the playoffs and Saquon was a big reason why. I, I yeah, he's not the only reason for sure. No, but he's a big reason, and that's that. So I think all of them, yeah, Shay, they all had a great, great year yeah. to come back. And I, but man, Derrick Henry, oh my, that guy's a beast. CMC run, CMC run, CMC. Yeah, oh, man. So I go back seven point nine, solid season. Yeah, that's it. No more football. All right, we'll see you guys next year. <laughs> all right folks well thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of amateur hour uh i'm your host max along with shreyas and we will see you next time peace